Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Christian Podcast. You're listening to the eighth episode here. Uh, we really appreciate you listening. If this is your first pod- podcast that you're listening to, uh, welcome. And if it's not, um, thank you for coming back again. Hopefully this week uh, you listening in pays off. This week we have a guest with us in studio via proxy. It's my good friend, Swen Ferreira. Swen, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How's it oh, going? There we go. Uh, Swen is, um, like I said, he's one of those friends that I had before I was, uh, before I moved here to Texas. He was um, there when I was, no, you weren't there when I was born, were you? No, I'm a little younger no, you, than you. <laughs> yeah, what what year were you born, Swen? I was born in 95. Uh, 95. See, um, when people talk about the um, generation of millennials, I've had I've heard conflicting things. Some people say it's all the way up to ninety nine. Some people say it's up to eighty five. Only up to eighty five. But uh, do you know uh, the name of the generation that we're part of? Uh no, I don't because I don't, I don't really don't keep up with it because just I don't think I'm kind of part of this this generation. You don't identify with this generation. No, I don't. You're like those people that. Um, they don't identify between. Uh, they don't identify as a girl or a boy. <laughs> they don't identify. No, <laughs> I'm joking. I, I just. I, I hope I'm not a part of this generation. <laughs> hey. Just, yeah. Where is it? Is it in uh, First Peter? A chosen generation. Oh. Hopefully, we're that chosen generation. Chosen, chosen ones. I, I'm. I may be totally off. Fortunately for me, um, I do have a. Uh, a Bible app that I can quickly um, fact check myself. So, uh, chosen generation, yes, it's in First Peter two nine. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. You should show forth the praises of Him who has called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. Hmm. Would you identify with that? I would. Is the question? I would definitely <laughs> want to identify with that. Right. Well, um, so everyone, uh, Swen is here just to provide some commentary and um, some feedback on what I actually say. Uh, from what I can tell, it's always best to have someone that you can actually speak to um, on the podcast. Now, if everything goes well, um, we might even have him back. If it doesn't, if it bombs, uh, we won't have him back. So, <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, Swen, tell, uh, where are you at? I'm right now in Connecticut, uh, sitting in my car. That's, Man, yeah. that's the uh, mobile studio. We you don't call it. It's not a car. It's a mobile studio. I'm in my oh, mobile studio mobile. at the moment. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Hey, uh, that's where I was born. How far away are you from the local hospital there in Norwalk? Uh, about probably, I think five minutes. Our our oh. uh, our shop is like, a, you know, just a quick walk away from it. Wow. Man, makes me want to cry thinking about my birthplace being so close. <laughs> Man. I remember uh, my, I was about to say, I remember being born and it was so cold. Uh, no, uh, my m- mother always tells the story, I was born in a blizzard over there. That's one uh, thing that we don't have to worry down here in Texas is the uh, heat. I mean, it's the cold. It's the cold. We do, <laughs> we do have to worry about the heat. The heat is bothersome. People die from it every year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure people die of the cold out there, though, right? There's always some people out there that go out to check the mail and a, and a blizzard comes up. I don't think it's that uh, that, that common here, at least. 
crazily enough, it is that there's parts of Texas that do um, North Texas. They have a what they call nor'easter winds or whatever, and uh, it snows. It goes from eighty degrees and snowing. So it's pretty crazy here in East Texas, but not that crazy. Hey, but we better get on to some actual subjects, or uh, people are going to stop listening. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, so my dad was talking to me. He said he saw this uh, documentary or some sort of uh, um, documentary of, of a guy, this old professor, talking about how global warming global warming was just a uh, – a what do you call it? Um, I'm always at a loss of words. Uh, ne- never for loss of words outside of uh, when I'm anywhere be- besides uh, – behind the microphone, but the moment I get behind it, I forget all the words that I need to use to speak uh, uh, coherently. Um, it was a, uh, uh, the hidden agenda really of, of global warming was to keep uh, develop, uh, developing countries in that state, um, underdeveloped countries, uh, to keep them from de- um, becoming developed. And then it was just a, a plot to get everyone's money into the uh, already richest people's pockets um I, I i mean i don't know how deep you want to get into it but um for me global warming is definitely uh definitely not one of those um truths that we can hang on to you know what i'm saying yeah it's I'm, especially I'm, especially for someone like you who lives in one of the colder parts of uh um of the united states yeah, see, I don't know. It's I'm pretty sure, you know. I'm You're supposed s- to provide uh, insightful um, commentary. <laughs> commentary. I, I, hope, I hope I can. But <laughs> hey, did you um, know? Did you you know? I heard someone say this about Mount St. Helens. Um, that when Mount St. Helens uh, erupted, um, it put out more put out more uh, pollutants in the air, carbon, whatever, emissions, than all of humanity combined Hmm. uh, for the last 10 years, whatever, or 20 years. It may may have been 100 years, a millennia, or something like that. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. Just one volcano. These volcanoes go off every every day throughout all over the world, and then you've got these super volcanoes that go off, and the amount of emissions they put in the air is, is... puts humans and their emissions at like negative 1%. Well, not just the volcanoes, but also the oceans. Uh-huh. The oceans give off um, stuff. And so when it actually comes down to what, uh, if there is global warming, the contributions of humans are uh, to that is pretty much non-existent. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? No, actually, I didn't know that. I didn't know that the oceans was given off, uh, I guess, uh, emissions or a global uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the oceans give off, give off, but I mean, I know when you stick a bowl of water in the room, it affects the uh, atmosphere, the the amount of humidity. So I mean, I'm, I'm imagining if seventy percent is that what they say of the world is covered in water, then it are, that's probably the largest uh, um, uh, factor in in uh, in uh, affecting the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. They say in the entire world's population could fit into one uh, into Los Angeles. I've heard that being said that eight billion people, if stood shoulder to shoulder, could uh, fill a few miles square. Um, a few miles square. Yeah, have you heard that? 
Uh, I didn't that might be that. crazy. How many people can you fit? How many? I'm going to look it up. How many people can fit in one square mile? That should, that should be interesting. Do you have a guess? How many people do you think can fit in one square mile? Everyone's how many feet in a square? Uh, not, not yeah. a square. Oh my goodness! In a mile? square mile. Square yeah. Mile. Man, it's a uh, let's say let's just go outrageous. The uh, hundred thousand. Um, you might want to try more uh, every, every, outrageous. Every, every square mile. Every square mile. A square mile is five thousand uh, two hundred eighty feet by five thousand two hundred eighty feet. Let's go a million, one million. Try uh, at two square feet per person. Uh, you have to do math? All right, all right. It's right around 27 million. Whoa. No, 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 no. 13 million. There's 27 million total square feet in that, and so uh, 13.9 million people can fit in one square mile. That's a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, so... Um, so if we were to take uh, seven billion, seven billion people, divide that by thirteen million, I don't know what that is. What? What is uh, eight billion divided by thirteen million? The answer is. And that is Siri from Apple. She's also joining us uh, for this podcast. Um, 615 square miles. That is that is pretty large, though. 615 square miles. I don't know. Um, let's see. Uh, how large is the uh, state of Connecticut? How large is... Do you know how large it is? How many square miles? I know it's pretty small. I don't know. It's well, for a state. Um, let's see here. Five, it's 5,000 square miles. So, I mean, <laughs> if you can fit into 8 billion people into uh, 613 square miles, um, you could easily fit the entire world's population in Connecticut. Wow. Uh, is that crazy or what? Mm-hmm. Easily. Now, granted, they uh, I don't know how for how long they would survive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... But uh, that's crazy. That is just, totally nuts. And it seems like there's a lot more people in the world. You know, you you go every there's like a house on every block here. And it just yeah, yeah, like- yeah. But I mean, if you come to Texas and you drive for twelve hours, which you can do in Texas, you can drive for twelve, even fourteen, depends how fast you drive, for fourteen hours, and you're still in the state of Texas if you drive from one end to another. And uh, most of that space is nothing. There's nobody out there. Well, I say that. The moment you think there's no, there's like one itty-bitty trailer with a light on. <laughs> way off in the distance, you're like, man, who who lives out here? I mean, I don't know if they forgot forgot to pay their taxes or what. I got to say, I, I wish I was that one person. I, would, I wouldn't mind that. I mean, what, I mean, so you get the flu. What do you do? You just die? How, how do you? My immune system would be so, so high. Oh, from living out there? Yeah, I don't, I don't, of course. I don't know. There's too many snakes sure I, and stuff out there. I make sure I eat stuff off of the ground, you know, if I drop it, just to build my immune system up. 
I make sure I get other people's colds and have them cough at, on me and everything. It's all about my master plan of living... Living in the middle of Texas, alone. Exactly, yes. Well, uh, I, I, I enjoy the middle of Texas, going about 80 miles an hour. Which is the speed limit, I believe, is 85. So yeah, 85 miles an hour, I'd have to say. It's the highest speed limit in the United States. Wow. So, that's about as far as I enjoyed. But all the, how did we get there from uh, global warming? Oh, uh, the amount of people, the amount of people yeah. on 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 the planet. Uh, there's really not that many. I mean, there's not as many as people would like you to think when it comes to uh, uh, overpopulation. The world is overpopulated. Our habitat, our environment, can only handle so many people. I've heard someone say it's like six million. I've, I heard someone say it's six hundred thousand. I, this was a Christian person, actually. They said, oh, yeah, yeah, the <laughs> world can only handle so many people. I'm like, oh, my... People... I don't know what people think. They say that because they don't live... Uh, I don't know. They don't live in the middle of nowhere. That is, yeah. They live... And, the, people, the people who say that live in, like, Los, Los Angeles or Las Vegas or New York City and stuff. They're like, oh, my goodness, it's overpopulated. Like, yeah, people living on top of each other there. Skyscrapers yeah, and stuff paying twelve hundred dollars uh, square foot for rent, and that's not the that's only in like big big cities. And it's not all over. Uh, that's not even all over America. You know. You know what's great about Las Vegas? It proves all the people wrong who say that our environment can't handle. Las Vegas is uh, is like in the middle of the desert. The only reason why they survive there is because of the uh, the amount of engineering that they've done to bring water over there. Mm-hmm. And so it's totally, and its natural environment is totally uninhabitable. I mean, it's totally uninhabitable. I mean, but there's people living there. And uh, so for people who can't say, well, if you take the inhabitable part of the earth, well, one of the uh, busiest cities um, of Las Vegas is in the middle of a uninhabitable area. Uninhabitable, that's a hard word to say, area. So... I'm saying for all that, for those of you who are listening, um, the 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 idea that our world is overpopulated that those people who believe that that you you are mistaken. Um, I can understand how you believe that if you're in Los Angeles or Las Vegas or I keep saying Las Vegas. I don't know why. You know why? Because I have this. I'm in the office and I have this little magazine next to me, and it's the uh, Roofing Association of America. Um, is having its expo in Los Angeles. So, I mean, Las Vegas. That's why it's on my, kind of on my mind. Oh my goodness. See, I haven't even looked through this. I don't think we're going to this, unfortunately. To the, the global warming? or No, 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 no I'm sorry. Oh. To the uh, roofing oh. convention. To the roofing I'm sorry. <laughs> I, have, I have trouble keeping, uh, <laughs> keeping on uh, subjects here. You've listened to the podcast, haven't you? You know. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to take off my. Uh, I'm trying to take off my sweater. It's kind of hot. I forgot to turn on the AC before I started this recording. So, there we go. We're back in business. Back in business. <sighs> so, um, all that to s- go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say you forgot to turn on the AC. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's hot here. <laughs> <laughs> What's the weather like over there? Oh, it's cold. It's like 40, a little bit, maybe a little lower tonight. 
Oh uh, yeah, no, it's it was it's, about eighty today. Yeah, it's thirty-seven right now. It's, yeah, it was ridiculously hot. The high, t- well, the, it says the high today was seventy-five, but um, so lucky. I don't know about that. I don't. I don't know if I consider myself lucky. You know what my wife got me for my uh, birthday? No. Which was uh, last Wednesday, by the way. Well, happy birthday. Yeah. It's too late now, Swen. <laughs> I think I heard it on the podcast. I think you said something about your birthday coming up. That was a little you... while ago. Yeah, well, um, she got me an Apple Watch. Ah, are you serious? That's... Yeah, buddy. So uh, I'm I'm all over this Apple Watch. I, I love it. It's great. That is awesome. Yep. Um, you know how people were worried... That about putting cell phones up to your ear, you know, man, that's got to cause cancer and all this stuff. And here I am strapping a piece of technology onto my wrist, uh-huh. emitting we, a, actual beams of some sort of infrared, reading my heart uh, rate. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and they have. What about what about uh, the earpieces they have for the cell phones, anyways? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all this microwave. Uh, radiation coming into our bodies. Mm-hmm. It's time to wear. It's time to wear our foil uh, tinfoil hats. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, this entire week is in the high eight, as high seventies. Today was the uh, coolest day. By Thursday, it hits eighty. The high for Thursday is eighty one. Oh man! And what's crazy is there's still a chance it might snow before uh, the actual winter season is out. Wow. Yeah, it snowed uh, the 22nd of February, I believe, last year. So we still have a chance um, that it might still snow. And no, it's not a result of global warming. It's Texas, people. If you not, if you're not live in Texas, you don't know. This is how it is. It comes in uh, cycles. All right, well, I don't think we got much done for the cause of uh, global warming. No. Uh well, I mean, you could say this um, for global warming. The whole reason for it is is uh, the fact they, um, at the end of the day, if you ultimately they're deifying um, the Earth, right? The whole term Mother Nature and uh, Mother Earth and all this stuff is a deification of of the uh, ground of the soil. And I don't mean to drop so deep right away with uh, words, but it's not that deep. Um. It's if, if the the whole uh, green be green and give back and be environmentally responsible. Um, actually, uh, interestingly, I think it's uh, Mein Kampf or one of those something written by Karl Marx or something used a uh, a term called the sanctity of the ground. And the the ultimate premise of it was the environmentally responsible thing to do was to kill. Um, the bad species that were inhabiting it, inhabiting it. So when the SS soldiers went through and wiped out uh, millions of people with their uh, guns, they would just go through these villages and just kill everybody. They didn't feel bad about it because they were doing what they were supposed to. They're, uh, they were fulfilling their duty to a Mother Earth, giving back. They were doing it as service. It wasn't bad. It was what was necessary. Yeah, that was the. That, I mean, that obviously that played out kind of quick, 
But um, with that ideology, but that's the kind of ideology that it started with was um, was a that the earth uh, that man takes away from the earth, and even Eastern religions do this. If you take away from the earth, you have to give back. And the obviously the most ultimate way is if you take away, a, cut down a tree, you've got to sacrifice your uh, newborn uh, daughter, you know. But um, yeah, in America, unfortunately. A lot of people have fallen for it. They actually believe that if you, um, you know, that there's anything that you can do to actually affect the, uh, um, the uh, weather when it comes to uh, um, their personal action. I mean, unless you think you can cause a reaction that does more than um, than a volcano. I mean, uh, what what did I see somewhere? Uh, somewhere. Uh, awareness, awareness campaigns, uh, envir- uh, global warming awareness. Like this um, s- article that I'm looking at, it says January was the third warmest uh, month on record globally, like the warmest month ever, um, from 1951 to 1980. Blah blah blah. It's just telling us how um, January is just incredibly warm. Uh, Persistent warmth has, has contributed to record low sea ice, Arctic sea. Well, I don't understand. If it's melting ice, is it not also evaporating water? Doesn't it work that way? I, I think so. Right? I don't know. I mean, if ice is melting, then the water's evaporating. So it won't actually. We're not going to get. Uh, we're not going to get flooded by the ice caps. Melting. Yeah. yeah if they I don't were, know. If it was a, such a drastic thing, then yeah, our our ocean levels would rise dramatically. I'm not no scientist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, but if you go to where the ocean is at, uh, if you ever go visit the ocean, you look at where the beachhead is at. It's uh, pretty much where it's been for the last uh, thousand years. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of the uh, verse in the Bible where. God gave the ocean its bounds that it cannot pass. I think in Genesis or something? Uh, I believe it's, it might have been referenced in Genesis. I know it's referenced at least once in Job. Um, when uh, God speaks of Job, I believe in chapters 38 to 41. Um, something like that. He does. He speaks a lot. Very, I love I love reading uh, when he speaks of Job. He's like, were you there when I created this? When I did that, were you there? I'm like, ooh, Job, you're getting burnt. Burned. Think you're all that. I mean, Job was, he was all that, but I mean, uh, obviously not compared to God. Okay. Here we go. Let's move on, Sven. All right. You you kind (laughs) of went deep into that real fast, and uh, I was kind of lost for words there. (laughs) What is he talking about? I was like, whoa. Where did this go? It's going to get even better. Uh, Oh. Great. Well, because um, there is uh, in all this uh, global warming, there's arisen a superhero. I believe he's uh, Captain Green or something, Captain Earth. I think it's Captain Earth. Captain Earth. Huh? No, I did not know that. It's not Captain Earth. It's uh, uh, Captain Green. Uh. 
Uh, global warming. I'm going to look up global warming superhero. I should already know this. If I'm going to, I'm trying to make a segue here. No, no, I noticed that. I tried to help you, but I don't think I have too much <laughs> of a help there. Oh, boy. Um, apparently, uh, Green Lantern, I don't know if you've heard of that one. Yeah. Uh, Green Lantern, Dr. Fate were uh, superheroes that tackled the carbon. Here's the word people love to use on this side. Crisis. UN superhero announced. Oh, my goodness. This is so great. The Daily Planet. Wow, that's an actual uh, website. No. Don't allow. Ban Ki-moon. The Secretary General of the United Nations. Did you know that the United Nations has teamed up with Spider-Man creator and comic book legend Stan Lee to bring you a book all about climate change? What? I think it's what? to make money. <laughs> oh my goodness. Comics United Uniting Nations is a UN project. Isn't that great? We support the United Nations. Uh, I mean, the United Nations is supposed to be this great thing, and here they are coming up with a comic. They actually have com- Comics Uniting Nations. is a UN project that's taking U.S. dollars, which is our tax money, and that aims to make the world's sustainable development goals accessible to people through comics with help from creative, academic, publishing, and technology partners around the world. UN Secretary General uh, Ban Ki Moon announced the sounds Korean announced the project with comic book style graphics and a video that streamed last year in New York's Comic Con. Oh my! The uh, this is where I love when people talk about stuff. Um, now I see how they ins- as a kid I loved super uh, uh, comic books. Now, uh, now I see how they inspire people. The United Nations has superhero and superheroes are both focused on saving humanity from war, injustice, baby aliens, and blobs. He said. Oh my goodness! That makes me want to go save the world right now. Yeah, they have uh, they have a little um, uh, chakra, the invincible, apparently, and mighty girl, and they have this little strip that says uh, the um, boy superhero says, and now that we know what to do, we promise that we will make a difference and we will fight climate change. What does that mean? How do you fight climate change? What does that mean? I. Uh... You take yeah. people that are developing, that are that are have factories that are actually uh, working and making money, and you s- kill them. Well, doesn't I don't the climate know. always change? It? You know, it's never yeah, ever but, stay summer like the whole time. The climate changes. yeah, they can't call it global warming because it, just in case it gets cold, they have to call it. See, that's the thing. Uh, Christians have to be very careful. Uh, you know, I have to say that because it's the Christian podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Christians be careful and and buying into this because. The problem with this is that if these people actually cared about the world, um, I mean, uh, over 90% of our Earth's population uh, is in a, well, maybe not maybe not 90%, I don't know, it's, it's a high percentage, at least 75% of our world's population is um, in a third world country, in a developing country that doesn't even have a good access to uh, clean water. So... Um, I mean, this whole uh, climate change is, and these superheroes. If you really want to be a superhero, go um, to uh, to Africa or to China or India, where there's a billions of people, over a billion people in India, over a billion people in China, that um, and a huge portion of those 
like I said, don't have access to the resources that we enjoy here in America. I mean, I heard someone say the amount of money some of these con- some of these businesses make in a day. I'm not saying they should do this, but the amount of money that some businesses make in a day is enough to um, uh, uh, feed the entire population. You know, for a certain amount of days. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. So this whole thing that superheroes save the world um, from anything other than uh, people's... It's just a its a joke. And here's the perfect segue. Superheroes and the Christians. Um, I read somewhere on CBN. Have you heard of CBN? CBN. Christian, Broadcasting Net- uh, Christian Broadcasting Network? No, I don't usually uh, listen to stuff like that. Yeah, no, uh, neither do I. Um, but if if you like have you know the Christian podcast, if I'm going to um, fit some, if this podcast fits in a category secularly, it's with all these other um, so-called uh, Christian broadcasting stuff, you know. Yeah. And um, there's a, um, I think the guy's Pat Robertson or something like that, and. They uh, talk on that website about um, how Superman is a wonderful picture of Jesus Christ and of a loving father sending on his son, Jesus Christ, um, well, in this case, Superman, to save humanity. Um, only problem is uh, super ha- Superman's not real. <laughs> <laughs> so like when you tell uh, your kids, uh, there is a Santa Claus, there's, super- there's a Superman, and there is Jesus. And then you tell them, well, Santa Claus isn't real, and then Superman isn't real. What are they supposed to believe about Jesus? That is that is so true. I, I didn't even think of that just till now. I mean, what are they... It, you've put Jesus in with all these other um, fictional characters that, that at, eventually they realize these aren't real. These are not... These are fake. And then... Yeah, and, and for those who don't think it doesn't mean that much, I mean, they went out of their way, um, these writers and Hollywood, to liken Superman. Um, the And many of the origin stories that they had for him, he was a 33-year-old uh, male that came to Earth. Um, and, and, and in one instance, he died and he rose again. Yeah. That, that's uh, the Superman that uh, many people... Um, Enjoy. It's just a uh, perverted uh, version of Jesus Christ, and um, well, uh, many um, comics are like that. And the amount of uh, sensuality that they put in those—I uh, mean, you can't even, as a Christian, when people say they watch uh, these, um, a lot of these superhero uh, shows, I—I um, I, I wonder because you know, obviously, the sensuality of of these shows are—I um, mean, this is just from what I see. Uh, you know, just walking into Walmart, they've got these uh, um, uh, ads there, right there as you walk in, and I, and people talk about it, they watch them like, man, uh, it reminds me a lot of the Greek uh, mythology, um, Thor. Well, they're actually bringing it straight up. Not they're not trying to mask it anymore, but a uh, Zeus. Um, I don't know. I only know some of these because I had a friend um, in college who took Greek mythology in high school. They teach it. They can't teach uh, Christianity. But they can teach Greek mythology, which is a religion. Yeah, and so 
there's this um, desire in people to see a savior, have someone save the world when it doesn't take a hero to save the world. You can be a hero, Swen, with your zero abilities. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and people see it on TV. They see the commercials, you know, for $1 a day, you can feed a child. And it's like, um, and I mean, you can probably feed them for even less. And, you know, uh, I, I believe you had said something about it earlier uh, when we were talking. Uh, a lot of that money doesn't even end up there. Exactly, yeah. Th- those charities are not really... Uh, not not non-profit they're they're actually making a, a profit off of your money and barely uh, barely you know half of that gets to that child you're sending your money to. yeah 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 and I I read in uh, one place that it's um, out of a dollar one cent ends up in the, the actual child's hands yeah is wow. that incredible or what I mean I'm, and I've and I've been to I've not been everywhere in Africa. I mean, but I've been to many areas. And, I, and for all the help that you see people saying is going to Africa, I saw zero. Now I know Africa is a huge continent, and I'm not saying there's help and there's not help going there. And there's not people that actually go there and help. But the actual money, I mean, why one of the biggest uh, some of the biggest uh, organizations that supposedly do this nonprofit work over there, the CEOs walk around with uh, gold studded uh, jewelry. And uh, drive Rolls Royces. It's like, okay, what, you know, there's a, some inconsistencies there. But I'm going, uh, Swen, you and I are going uh, in April. Um, yep. We thought right. it was going to be April 4th through the 21st, but now we find out, uh, no, 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 we th- I was told it was the 6th through the 21st, and now I found out today it's th- the 4th through the 22nd. So actually 19 days that will be gone. Um, yeah, no, I thought I thought it was a. Well. <laughs> I'm glad I I'm glad I booked my flight a little earlier. I'm coming in uh, that Friday, the Friday. Uh, okay, good, good. So you have some time to get in. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, that trip. Not only um, doing the work that we'll be doing there, obviously, but spending time with a lot of uh, my very good friends. So when we're coming down to the very end of the podcast, um, uh, I guess we'll end it on a note. This those who are listening, if you want to do some help for someone. Um, you don't have to call a Superman. You don't have to shine your Batman light into the sky. All you've got to do is tell someone about Jesus Christ. Exactly. And uh, they get eternal life. I mean, you, you could give them the cure for cancer and they would still die. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think we're going to end with that. Um, For those, like I said, for those of you who are listening, um, uh, let's, if you're a Christian or you're thinking about uh, being a Christian, Realize it doesn't take, um, like I said, it doesn't take the superhero or superpowers to actually make a difference. If you want to see a difference in somebody, um, I mean, come on, so when, what, what kind of life were you saved out of, so when? A life of uh, uh, living in darkness and uh, living for, uh, at the end of it, you're just going to go to Yeah, yeah, I mean, even if, even if you were leaving, living a, a, a so-called good life, a good life, without Jesus Christ... It, it wouldn't really matter too no, much. No, there's no, there, there wouldn't be no like goal or hope. Yeah, and uh, so there, there's there's an opportunity for every single person to provide um, life for someone, and they don't have to be wearing a cape. And I hate to sound cliche, you know, that sounds so cliche. You don't, you don't have to wear a cape to be a hero. Uh, but it's true. 
I mean, and, but it's, it's, you know, and I thank God for our first responders. I thank God for, you know, people like nurses and medics and all these people that, but you know, the help that they provide is truly, um, it's temporary. And the option that we have, um, uh, before us to help someone on an eternal level is incredible. So, uh, so when I, I appreciate you being on here. I know you didn't get to talk as much as I wanted you to, um, but, uh, <laughs> hey, we'll have to have you on again. We'll have to have you on again. Uh, thanks right. for uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, to all those out there. Like I said, um, thank you for listening. Uh, we um, hope you enjoy uh, this podcast, and uh, please contact me. Let me know uh, your thoughts. Uh, if you have a subject you'd like for us to talk about, uh, hear an opinion on um, from a Christian's perspective. Let me know. My email is contact at richardrousseau.com. It's that simple. Uh, how can we contact you, uh, Swen? Uh, bottle? Throw a bottle in the lake, in the river, and hope it gets you? Yeah, send a, maybe a, pi- a pigeon or something uh, like that. But. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. All right. All right, everybody. Well, y'all have a good night. We'll see you uh, next Tuesday morning. Now, that was a horrible goodbye, wasn't it?